Welcome to Cosmos The Buzz. I'm your host, news and entertainment editor Mel Evans. And today I'm asking the questions we all have on our mind when we think about injuring ourselves while getting down. I'm talking sex injuries, so gird your loins. We're tackling the most common, the most ridiculous, and how to make sure that you avoid all of them. Now, I spoke with Dr. Deborah Bateson, Medical Director at Family Planning New South Wales and a former emergency department doctor, and I basically racked her brains about this subject. So let's kick things off with an easy one. Honestly, Dr. Bateson, how common is it to really hurt yourself during sex? Uh, I think uh, I think the key thing is it's actually relatively rare, apart from things like, you know, Paul's back muscle or something like that, because the body is generally quite accommodating, I have to say, when it comes to sex. But that said, we still do need some caution and need to be aware that there are the potential, you know, there is that potential for, for having a bit of an injury during sex and to, to know, you know, what to avoid, what to do about it. So I think it's, you know, it's a good subject to talk about. And seeing people who have, you know, with good intentions, really, so sometimes apply things to their sensitive genitals, whether that's male or female, which probably, you know, wasn't a good idea. So things like tea tree oil, which can be quite, you know, quite strong and quite sensitizing in that area uh, certainly you know condoms for instance you know with added extras like mensol can certainly you know cause more than a bit of a zing sometimes and, and can you know can be associated with an allergic reaction or certain, certainly a sensitivity reaction in some people and of course some some people are allergic to, to latex condoms themselves and, and you know it can cause anything from rashes to to you know breathing difficulties even to anaphylaxis so women need to know that there's other types of condoms out there that, that don't have latex so so but the key thing is just to think that anything that you put on those delicate areas of your skin uh, and, and inside uh, the vagina can have that potential to cause irritation and and more than that so just again you know just think carefully about what what you're going to put put inside that del- delicate tissue why were people putting tea tree oil on themselves is that because as a you know alternative to lube Yes, it's an alternative and seen sometimes, you know, just from talking with my patients, just seem to be something that's useful for everything. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, sometimes it's not useful for everything. And, you know, I've certainly seen people have some some quite strong reactions to things. So, you know, just think very, very carefully, you know, before you, you put anything on, test it out somewhere else and just, you know, remember things are not always, you know, they may work in, in other places, but on these sensitive areas of the, the skin and, and the, the vaginal mucosa, they, they have a bit of a, t- a tendency to cause harm rather than good. Yeah, maybe best just to stick to the products that they're designed for that area, maybe. I think that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you could go with the body piercings and how they can potentially oh my you know, gosh. all that sort of yes, stuff. We, you know, we even... could be here all day. Yes. Oh, <laughs> body piercings do intrigue me though. They yeah. do because you just think that that can get stuck on something very easily. Yes, and, and when I've seen it being a problem is when people haven't waited to for it to heal properly. So before having, you know, vigorous sex, so they just need to make sure that if they are having a genital piercing, uh, that or an intimate piercing, that they wait for everything to heal properly. Again, generally the body is very accommodating, and you know, as long as people use condoms and all the rest of it, then then it's it's not going to cause damage if there's adequate lubrication. But you know, there is that potential for, for damage. 
I always feel like we always think about the worst case scenario when it comes to these things, but majority of the time, right. you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think the, the majority of the time it's, it's actually low. You know, sex is designed to be fun and pleasurable, and, and you know we shouldn't see it as a dangerous activity by any means. But it's good to be you know, aware of, of some of those potential risks and and, and avoid them. When it comes to common injuries, what have you seen most over your time in the medical industry? Oh, it's, inter- it's been interesting to think about it. I've actually worked, well, I've worked at family planning, so we see mainly women, but also men. So, uh, you know, I've had uh, lots of experience in consultations with women and men here, but I've also worked um, in the emergency department as well. So that's somewhere where you certainly uh, see some interesting things, so foreign bodies and those sorts of things. So, But in my family planning setting here, it's generally around, you know, perhaps some pain and soreness after after intercourse where there's been you know not enough lubrication and and you know that it really can end up with people feeling really you know really quite sore I have to say I haven't actually seen any broken penises myself (laughs) but I certainly know about it Uh, but certainly you know I I have uh, certainly removed quite a few condoms uh, which have been stuck in what we call the posterior fornix or one of the fornices that's around the cervix and so certainly women have come in to see me because they've known that something is not quite right. Maybe they've had a, a discharge and, and they've actually lost, perhaps lost a condom during during intercourse. Oh my gosh, are there cases of women who don't realise that they have a condom inside well, them? Well, it's happens? an interesting you say that because that, that can happen. That has happened. Uh, uh, or even, say, a tampon, for instance, that's been pushed up during intercourse and, and really, you know, it's been forgotten that that's happened and, and maybe the condoms, you know, somehow got dislodged and it's somehow been forgotten. And what can happen then is if it stays in there, uh, in the vagina, it's often tucked up, as I say, in one of these little areas around the cervix. Uh, then, you know, it can go undetected for a while until sometimes women will develop quite a, a nasty uh, discharge. So it's certainly something we have to take into consideration when someone comes in with that. What can happen if you forget something up there? Well, generally, you know, generally you're going to be alerted to it because you will develop, you know, women will develop a bit of a, you know, a malodorous discharge and that will prompt them to come along to see us. I mean, if something is left for a very long time then potentially it could cause some erosion through the what we call the mucosa the skin that in, you know that's very quite relatively thin skin of the of the vagina of the mucosa it could it could erode through but that would be rare so again it's just being attuned to your body so if you notice that something's out of the ordinary you have a think hmm, could something could something be there often of course women know what's going on well, I've certainly uh, had occasions where I've had to help women remove a contraceptive diaphragm for instance so the diaphragm has suddenly somehow you know got stuck in the wrong place it's quite unusual for that to happen but they just women haven't haven't been able to get it out afterwards and can tell that something's not quite right. Doesn't look like the easiest, you know, device to get in and out quickly. Ah, uh, look, for most, you know, for most women, I mean, they, women need to feel confident about their anatomy, knowing where the cervix is, and, and feel comfortable about inserting something in and out. But once they once they get used to it, so that it can be very, very speedy. But there are all those tales of you know the diaphragm you know, jumping off out in the bathroom because <laughs> they are quite quite flexible. So, you know, women do that certainly need the neck, <laughs> the neck for it. <laughs> 
Now, you mentioned you've never been presented with any broken penises in the emergency <laughs> department, but I'm so curious, how does one break their penis during sex? Yeah, so look, first of all, it, I mean, it's, it's relatively rare, of course, but and, and we tend to see it on interesting television programs and things like that, yes. but, it, but basically it needs to be, the, the penis needs to be erect, and, and what happens is that really during, I mean, it's generally going to be the penis hitting up against some, a, a hard surface, so that's, you know, generally against the, what we call the perineum, um, so the, the little bit between the opening of the, the vagina and the anus and, and looks interestingly sometimes, I, you know, it seems to be depending where you're having sex and I've, I've been reading myself in, you know, people having sex on desks seem to sometimes <laughs> predispose to it. But oh. it's the penis, the erect penis, hitting up against something hard uh, and then basically it's not actually a fracture of the penis but you actually get a, a tearing, uh, if you like, of the, the lining of... It's the, the two columns, the corpus cavernosum, which which fill with with blood, and they're the things that become engorged during the during an erection, and you get a tearing or a breaking of the of the lining of one of those those columns, uh, and you know certainly it can cause a lot of pain, and certainly it is you know it's a it's a medical emergency, so we need to get those men off to the emergency department. They will uh, need you know immediate care to ensure that there are, isn't any long term damage because it can end up with scar tissue and erectile difficulties and sometimes what we call a bent a bent penis so it's certainly mm. something to take seriously if it does happen it's relatively rare of course yeah and such a sensitive area for something to break i must it's say it's a sensitive area and it certainly sends chills down the <laughs> men's spines when they hear about it and you know they, they would detect a sort of cracking sound or something like that so so it's something to be aware of but not to, you know, it, it is very rare but it's uh, yeah certainly sends chills I actually know a girl who, uh, well, she says broke her vagina, but she lacerated her cervix. How easy is that to do while having sex? Very rare. Look, this would be a rare thing to happen. Look, not unheard of, and, and certainly, you know, with very vigorous sex or vigorous fasting, you call use of, of sex toys, for instance, or a, a dildo, then you could potentially cause damage to the cervix, cause bruising, or even a laceration. Much more commonly, though, it would be causing some damage to the vaginal walls themselves and, and certainly just that importance of having good lubrication and, and some, some women need that additional lubrication. Remember, you can find us on iTunes. Make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a review. We want to know what you think. Let us know what you want to listen to, maybe what we can do a little bit better, and, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs>